Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay on a beautiful morning in coastal Mississippi. Really a beautiful day across the state of Mississippi. It's a cool, cool, you have the feeling that fall is in the air. I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV, but some of you are watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast. It is October the 9th, 2023. I especially want to thank the uh, major sponsor for Super Talk Outdoors, the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. Uh, they, they're an incredible group of people that have done so much good work through the 5013C organizations, a nonprofit separate from the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. But what they do to help fill gaps and to fund uh, education programs and uh, other other efforts that help us enjoy the outdoors in Mississippi, I can't say enough about them. They're really focused on protecting Mississippi's wildlife heritage, um, and uh, you know they are very focused on issues from time to time. And as I have. Uh, said many times, they are stronger and more aligned today than they ever have been. So I'm thrilled to be aligned with them. And uh, I always point out that the, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. So when it comes to outdoors and it comes to the outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said. I'm honored to be in this position. I'm honored to have an independent voice speaking up for conservation in the state of Mississippi. Hey, listen, uh, we spent some time the last uh, few weekends in the Mississippi Delta planting just like everybody else did. Uh, started our planting process in the dust, <laughs> as I pointed out last week. Uh, I've never seen drier conditions during planting. Had a little bit of rain, though, uh, last week, and it helped kind of moisten things up a little bit. So we're looking forward to uh, checking the food plots over the next few days. Uh, you know, we are, we're using a no-till drill now. And we tested it last year. We're exclusively using it this year, except for a couple of food plots we can't get to. And in those food plots, we'll be using some old school and, uh, you know, getting a smaller tractor into those areas and turning the soil and, and using a spreader on a four-wheeler and putting the seeds out. But, um, you know, it's exciting that we're into this time of year. I, I, as I've said so many times before, and I'm describing what I think most of you think as well, you know, the hunting part is great. And for me, I mean, I had one of the best hunting seasons last year that I've had in my entire life. But and, and so I love to get out, and if I pull the trigger, that's great. But it's not about pulling the trigger for me. It's about enjoying this incredible nature that we have the opportunity to to enjoy the incredible outdoors of Mississippi, the capital of the outdoors in America. And, and it's the process, you know, during the summer what we do and the work that we're doing now to get ready for the season and spending time with family and friends and, um, and, the, and just kind of the focus on that, trying to maximize the opportunities to be able to make the hunting the best that it can be. That's that's kind of what it's all about for me. And for me, it's re- I really appreciate it when, when I watch my son Jordan, who is a lawyer here in coastal Mississippi, went to Southern Miss and went to Ole Miss Law School, and he uh, works down on the coast for an organization, for, for a law firm, Schwartz and Orgler. And, uh, you know, the, the two principals, they enjoy hunting and the outdoors as well. But to watch Jordan go, you know, get away from work and go uh, do some saddle hunting. He's actually into saddle hunting now with his bow. They've been practicing a bunch. 
and uh, he, had, he had a couple of good hunts over the weekend. Didn't didn't shoot anything, but but it's just fun to be able to watch him going outdoors. That's what it is for me. That's why that I I work hard to be able to provide a great hunting opportunities for him over the years. I've amassed some terrific uh, farms that I lease, and to watch my family and my friends really absorb themselves and get away from sort of the hectic aspects of life and and unwind in the outdoors and enjoy the camaraderie that is what it's all about and you know as i would look at some of the the social media sites that are posting pictures of families and friends that are out there doing their thing you know some of the pictures that are getting posted from some of the bow hunts successful bow hunts that have already taken place since both season opened um, about two weeks ago actually i think it's actually a week ago a little bit over a week ago um, man, there's some there's some there's some very successful hunts that are going on across the state of Mississippi right now, and I always say this, but I love seeing kids in the outdoors, and to, to see kids out there bow hunting and taking it all in. The process to get to bow hunting is uh, is quite a a a, um, a terrific uh, you know I, I would say adventure because a lot of kids start you know small small game hunting and they get out in the woods with their grandfather or their father or their mother or their grandmother or some close friend and they get hooked and slowly but surely they work their way up until they can go get in a stand deer hunting with a bow it's amazing to see the pictures of the kids so actually with that said let's shift the gears in this old truck and move over to my friend uh, uh, Rick Hamrick, who is a small game coordinator for the state of Mississippi, and just say, uh, "How you doing, my friend?" Doing good, Ricky. Good to be here. You saw, you saw how I how I talked about kids in the outdoors, but and you and I visited about this many times before. But the process of watching young kids get hooked and then kind of work their way up, where they have the responsibility to be able to get in a stand by themselves and do it safely, and to be able to do a bow in a stand and have success with a bow in a stand, that's got to warm your heart because your whole area, really, as it relates to kids, is about getting them hooked on the outdoors, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's a lot of what we what we like to try to do is get uh, get youth outside, but um, even adults, you know, that, that maybe new to hunting, want to learn hunting. Um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to learn there. Of course, small game can be a good way to to introduce youth and both adults uh, to hunting. You know, it's something that you can do. It's fairly fairly low cost, active. You don't really have to be still and quiet, and so it's a good way to get get youth out there, especially. And uh, of course, again. Not a tremendous amount of investment that you need to get started there, and so uh, it's really something that's a, that's a very good starting point for for a lot of folks there. So, you, as I mentioned, you're the small game program coordinator, and you're a biologist, and you've been with with the department since 2007. Uh, well, let's remind people what your your efforts do, and then we'll take a step back a little bit and talk about what's going on these days. Uh, well, kind of what we, I guess, in small game program, day to day, we focus on mainly squirrels, rabbits, and quail, kind of working on managing those populations on either public or private lands, um, you know, just focusing on trying to maybe get some more hunting opportunities wherever we can, so to provide that that opportunity, um, you know, that's just kind of my my general day to day is sort of focusing on those species, um, managing managing habitat populations, and again some of those opportunities there. Well, you, when you, we talk about managing wildlife or managing populations, you get your the bureau uh, through cooperative agreements with others. You're actually involved in a lot of research projects, aren't you? Oh, we do a fair bit of research. Yes, we we primarily kind of um, work cooperatively on a lot of our research work, um, especially with um, College of Forest Resources at Mississippi State University. They they kind of um, focus on a lot of that um, wildlife oriented research there. That uh, we tend to do a lot of a lot of work with them, but some other universities as well. So, um, but again, tend to kind of do that research cooperatively. It's a good relationship there that we can kind of utilize the. The scientists to, to kind of answer the problems and questions that we have as a as a wildlife management agency, and so uh, very good very good relationship we have there with the universities, kind of doing that cooperative work. 
I had uh, Sarah Kaler on last week. She's doing economic. She's an economic development uh, specialist, as you probably know, with the state parks. And she was sitting in the main office, where I think you know somewhere around 200 people are sitting. And we couldn't help but but discuss the the role that Mississippi State has played in educating so many professionals at work in the department and the work that they do, as you pointed out, cooperatively still. Um, Mississippi State's had a huge impact on the state of Mississippi as it relates to uh, wildlife and conservation. It, it really has. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a well-renowned university nationally in wildlife management. And so, um, you know, a number of us that work for the department got at least one degree there. Um, of course, we've got some other um, other staff from other other universities as well, and so there's certainly certainly opportunity to to um, get in from other places too. But a, a number of us either got one degree and went somewhere else and came back. But a lot of us did did go to school at Mississippi State, and so again, a lot of us kind of kind of have ties here and uh, have ties to the university. And so, but again, yeah, it is a, a well-renowned university for wildlife management, science, and education. It, that it is. Hey, Rick, when you see when it's fall approaches and you have that, that those forty degree, uh, you know, that Christmas in the air up there in Starkville where you're sitting now, uh, what do you look forward to as this 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 time of year starts to kick in? Hey, yeah. hey let's do this. I didn't realize it. We're at the end of the segment. Yeah. Um, when we come back, we'll answer it on the other side. But we've got Rick Hamrick from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and he's head of the Small Game Program. And uh, we'll talk about what happens this time of year and what he's looking forward to this time of year. We'll see you after this break. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we're continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com, and as John used to say, we really do. Take pride in perfection. 
You asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right. For a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 10-27-23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Rick Hamrick with us. He's the small game coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll pick it up from where we left off. As you as you start to feel the Christmas in the air, what do you personally look forward to this time of year? Yeah, well, we finally got <laughs> finally got a little fall weather here. Finally, uh, yeah. What what I kind of look forward to this time of year is, I guess, just kind of finally being able to get out a little bit, maybe enjoy some of the hunting seasons, especially um, you know, enjoy squirrel hunting when I can get some time to break away. Um, you know, these cool mornings are are very much uh, welcome for that. Um, but also, some of the things we do work wise. Um, this is a time when we kind of start to get out and maybe do some quail covey counts that um, quail are kind of starting to call in their coveys this time of year. And that's another little tool that we kind of utilize to, to sort of monitor populations on some areas. And so that's always kind of fun to get out, you know, at the break of day there, kind of listening to all the birds waking up and everything. And so so definitely yeah, finally looking forward to this, this little cooler weather we're having there and enjoying hopefully some of the, the hunting opportunities coming up here. So, hey, do you know uh, folks who've been <clears throat> planting food plots over the over the last two or three weeks? Yeah, I've been talking to folks and been looking at trying to maybe get a few things planted, but I'm I'm still kind of holding off here for uh, for a little more rain. Hear <laughs> <laughs> you, man! Uh, shout out to my friend uh, Mark Creech and Travis Dunn and Terry Waldrop and and uh, and Jake Carter and. Keith Williams, a lot of my close friends. We've been out getting it done, but like I said, man, it's a it's it's a dusty it's a dusty field out there. That's a little better now that we've gotten a little bit of rain. And there's a there's a tropical system down in the Bay of Campeche right now that's supposed to move up uh, toward the north. And uh, it, there's a lot of wind shear. It's not supposed to to really form into anything, but it's supposed to bring higher tides, maybe a little bit of wind, and one to three inches of rain in coastal Mississippi. I hope some of that rain gets up into northern Mississippi. Boy, we still need a lot of rain, don't we? Yes, it's really dry. Um, you know, a few of the further north, or especially northwest, maybe getting getting a little bit more rain. We we're gotten really dry here. Um, you know, central part of the state is really really in a, in a, in a rough way. Uh, you know, in a lot of those areas, and so definitely definitely needs more rain. But um, I guess that's kind of the forecast maybe for this winter is getting getting on maybe a little cooler and wetter here at some point after this this hot dry summer. So I mean, so let's let's talk about the weather for a second. the The weather situation has been unusually hot and unusually dry, as we just talked about. What impact does that have on the on the uh, small game that you're responsible for? Yeah, um, that's can be a little difficult to get a finger on exactly, but um, certainly it's, it's bound to have some impacts. Um, you know, even even going back into the, the winter, you know, we had had a pretty mild winter outside of that kind of freeze at Christmas, but um, we had that late late spring freeze, and so you know that that may have impacted some. Um, uh, Fruit and nut production, as far as uh, oaks, you know, especially uh, putting on acorns, may have been been some effects there in some localized areas with the kind of late spring freeze, and then we had um, this this very dry period. I know I've seen some trees kind of shedding off acorns and, and other nuts. Um, you know, some of the fruit production might have been a little impacted, but um, so. You know, it's just kind of hard to say for sure, but um, but most likely, I feel like there's probably going to be some amount of negative effects on on a lot of wildlife. But you know, of course, that's going to anything that's going to affect the hardwood mass crop is going to going to be kind of negative on squirrels. Um, 
you know, especially, and then even some of the other species, you know, just the, the vegetation quality uh, and really dry conditions declines. And so, you know, that could affect things like rabbits, you know, just the, uh, the value of the, the vegetation that they're consuming. Um, quail, um, I was a little bit worried about some of the, the dry weather, but um, have had a few folks around now saying they have been seeing some broods this year. So that was a little bit of a concern. These really dry, hot conditions can affect uh, hatching and affect insect production, just again, the quality of vegetation it just kind of has a ripple effect through throughout everything, and so so definitely hard to say for sure. You know, regionally, you know, in certain areas, I think there's probably going to be some some harder negative effects, and some other areas may may not quite be as affected as hard. But um, definitely, definitely, probably going to be some amount of um, negative impact of this kind of crazy weather we've had had throughout the year. <laughs> You know, one one of the reasons why Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America, I mean, we've got enviable deer hunting, enviable offshore fishing, some of the best bass and crappie fishing in the United States, and I could just go on and on. But we have, um, we, we're, we're very fortunate to live in this state. Our forefathers were so smart and visionary in the way that they set aside you know, hundreds of thousands of, land, of acres of land for public use, um, wildlife management areas that within just a stone's throw for most people. In fact, I had a guy from South Africa on uh, a few months ago, and he said, you know, this is one of the one of, one of the things that we may take for granted as Americans is that when you're in, in Mississippi specifically, from and at about a ten minutes drive from where you and I are both sitting, we can be sit we can be on public ground somewhere, fishing or hunting. Obviously, within the the you know, legal limits of the law, obviously, but but we've got some incredible uh, public land available for small game hunting, don't we? Uh, we really do. Um, squirrels, especially. Um you know, that's, that's one of the things that um, folks can find on just about any public land. You know, if you've got if you've got some forest cover there, uh, some are going to be better than others, obviously. But um, there's a, a very large number of public lands that folks can get out. Um, you mentioned the wildlife management areas, but then there's also federal lands that that um, folks may be less familiar with in some cases. But um, there's a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, again, especially for squirrel hunting, there's there's a lot of areas you can get out. Um, you know, don't necessarily overlook an area just because maybe it doesn't have a lot of bottomland hardwood. You know, there's still maybe some opportunities out there. There may be a little less less pressure competition in there, and so definitely folks um, may want to expand their their view a little bit on maybe some of the areas they want to try. But um, you know, we've got some areas for the that are a little more conducive for rabbit hunting. We've got some areas that are, have some some quail on them, and so for folks that want to do those different kind of hunting, uh, we we certainly do have a lot of opportunities all throughout the state. So somebody wanted to take a friend or take themselves or, or for sure take a, a young person out to enjoy the outdoor small game hunting. Where, where would they go? Can they go? Is there a spot on the department's website that they can sort of pick the area that may be closest to them? Yes, we do have that information on our website. And so if you visit mdwfp.com or just maybe search for Mississippi wildlife management areas or, or something like that, um, that can get you to our to our main web page there. And then in our wildlife and hunting section, we have a whole uh, page that's dedicated to our wildlife management areas. And so they're, they're kind of broken down by region. And so you can kind of go to the, the region of the state you have an interest in and then see all the wildlife management areas in that that particular region you can look at the regulations maps um, get information about the area before you even go and so you know i always encourage folks to to review those regulations um and of course those are all posted at our at our sites too but with the internet now you can look at all that ahead of time kind of see what see what the the rules are and and definitely want to review those and make sure you're familiar with the rules um you know we do do have some on on areas we got to have some rules so um and just make sure you've got any any permits you need um on our wildlife management areas um there's a an additional permit in addition to your hunting license that you have to have um so just make sure that you're aware of everything you need and then you you know, need to check in and out of the area either through some of our paper cards on the area or through um more conveniently, our app. Um, there's a there's an app you can get for our wildlife management areas that you can check in and out, and um, very simple to use. But definitely need to 
need to do that. It helps us keep up with uh, information on who's using the area, and again for safety reasons, just to know know where folks might be on an area. Um, you know, if, if, if somebody's uh, out and about, then we need to go looking for them. And so, um, so definitely want to want to just fill out those um, permit cards and that information that you need, and just make sure you've got everything. So, but we, we're certainly here to provide information. You can contact us uh, and get get some more information about that, which you might need if you if you're less familiar with it. So, Rick, if you're going, if you're going squirrel hunting, do you, what's your preferred method? Do you go with dogs or not with dogs? What's your what's your thoughts on that? Um, I don't have squirrel dogs myself, but I have gone with folks that do, and um, that's that's a pretty fun hunting. I'm I'm still a little partial to just kind of stalking stalking through the woods. Uh, I like to use a twenty two. Um, certainly, nothing wrong with using a shotgun. That's just um, I, I kind of. Kind of finally got to, to a point at some point there as a as an older teenager that I could could use the twenty two effectively and so um, I just I, I still kind of like doing that I like sort of stalking through the woods and, and utilizing the twenty two and just kind of kind of enjoying the day just being able to kind of slip around and, and get out and see see various wildlife sign and you know it's not a not always about really having a successful harvest or anything like that it's just getting being able to get out and enjoy the morning a lot of times as, as much as anything. Yeah, you, does your twenty two have a scope on it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, I took I, I, I upgraded the scope on my thirty out six a couple of years ago, and I saved the scope I took off. And my intention were, and I, I need to get moving with this, was to put that scope on my twenty two automatic, and uh, for squirrel reasons. I, before I, I was uh, raised with a sixteen gauge, an old uh, sweet sixteen single shot. It was my grandfather's, then my dad's, then mine. My son Jordan, two years ago, killed a beautiful eight-point with it. But anyway, I, I love uh, shooting that gun. Hey, Rick Hammer, it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you, my friend. All right. Thank you. That's, that's, it's, it's been my pleasure. We'll see you right after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 82. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 55. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 85. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 58. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Extra Table is hosting its third annual Bourbon Festival on October 19th at the Reed House at Live Oaks in Jackson. You'll be wowed with the opportunity to enjoy 125 different bourbons, bourbon-themed hors d'oeuvres, a cigar bar, and live music. Hurry, tickets are almost sold out. For general admission tickets or for VIP tickets, including a High West Distillery private bourbon tasting, go to supertalk.fm slash extra table. This event benefits Extra Table, helping end hunger in our state. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Panky and Associates in Clinton and Richland offer the highest quality eye care for your entire family. Blending modern technology with personalized service, both locations provide comprehensive eye care, including eye health examinations, treatment for eye disease, and eye care exams, essential for vision wellness. Most major insurance accepted. Click to call a clinic near you at optical-2000.com. Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Panky and Associates in Clinton and Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. An investigation is underway after a Biloxi police officer crashed into a pedestrian walking across Highway 90 Saturday night. According to the sheriff, the incident happened in the emergency lane blocked off for just law enforcement and first responders. At this time, the condition of the woman is unknown. And with seasonal flu coming into full force and COVID-19 cases still hovering around the state, top health officer Dr. Dan Edney has an update on cases. Much better. We're on a downward trend the last three weeks with our syndromic surveillance. And just remind everybody that uh, you know, winter is coming, so the respiratory illness season is upon us. Flu shots, COVID shots, and very soon RSV shots are, are going to be available and encourage everybody to protect yourself for the winter. But flu and COVID shots can be found at your local county health department. I'm J.T. Mitchell. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. And you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi minute with my friends. Just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no hurry, that's how life goes. Be sure to check out In a Mississippi Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football, a gulf cold sunset and a deal to dawn. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors as we hear my friend Steve Azar with One Mississippi, the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors and the new state song for Mississippi. And if you haven't seen the the um, children's book that they did from the song, the illustrated children's book, you need to go take a look at it. It's, it's incredible. What a great Christmas gift that's going to be. Steve's such an, a, a cool dude. We'll actually get him back on the show soon and uh, to find out what's going on in his life. Now let's shift gears and move over to my friend Emily Jo Wiggins. And uh, she actually used to be at the North Mississippi Fish Hatchery, but they just recently renamed it the Bob Tyler Fish Hatchery, and we'll get the, we'll get the history on that. But before we go any further, let me just welcome Emily Jo back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Listen, I told Emily before we started the show that when we met last time, after she left, I told Kyle I really enjoyed the conversation with Emily. And then I told her, I said, first of all, I love her name, Emily Jo Wiggins. It sounds so country. And then you get to know her and the work that she's doing at the fish hatchery, and you realize that she is a super, super authentic person. And uh, it's the kind of the kind of person I really enjoy visiting with here on, here on Super Talk Outdoors. So, Emily, how you been? I've been gr- we've been busy <laughs> so yeah. no, it's been great been busy uh dry as a bone up here got a little bit of rain but still able to fish so we're not complaining too much <laughs> i know you're not i know you're not hey so tell me about the name change uh yes we changed it to the uh, bob tyler fish hatchery uh bob tyler was a um director of parks 
for the department from 92 to 96. He became deputy director of our agency, but a lot of people know him as coach uh, because of his coaching career. He was a coach, notably of Mississippi State University from 73 to 78, and he's still a board member uh, with our foundation uh, who sponsors a lot of our events here. Yeah, yeah, I, I know he is, and they think they think the world of him for sure. So you're uh, the visitor education center director there, and we've uh, you know we I remember really well in our last conversation we talked about all the stuff that you guys are involved in the fishing rodeos, the the temporary exhibits you had there, all these you know the field trips, the ways to get kids engaged. You you kind of do it all there, don't you? We are. Uh, we just had a jam-packed summer. We had our teacher workshops where the teachers actually got to become the students with that. They got to have a lot of fun, learn a lot, at the same time get their free CEUs so they can get recertified uh, for their teaching. We had fish printing. We're going into our fall programs where we've got field trips going on. When I said we're busy, I wasn't lying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so um, let's take a step back for a second. If someone were to come to the fish hatchery for the first time, kind of take them through what they would see. When you come through our doors, the first thing you're going to see past the front desk is our 10,000-gallon aquarium. Uh, The aquarium has about 12 different species now of fish in there. Uh, Our white crappie just got eaten by our catfish, so we've got to replace it. Uh, But about 12 different species, a lot of these species we raise here at the hatchery. And then, of course, we have our exhibits when they come through, even if they're not familiar with fishing. Uh, Maybe they are. Maybe they used to fish a long time ago. Maybe they haven't been. But they get taken through fishing past uh, and present. And like I said before, we just hope that we're making a difference on fishing future with our future anglers. And then, of course, there's an observation of the area of the hatchery. They can see what it is we do and how we do it. You know, everything we raise goes back into Mississippi waters for conservation. You know, we never sell our fish or give them away. You know, a lot of people think we do, but no, everything we raise goes back out into uh, public waters. People can see the fish, feed the fish. Yes, we do have temporary exhibits, but we have a lot of permanent exhibits, expansions. Um, It is just so much to just talk about in two minutes uh, our facility is there's something for everybody i like to say it that way i think it's funny the way you slip the catfish in there the mischievous <laughs> catfish the circle of life it, it continues at a, at a fish hatchery doesn't it oh uh, food chain and action in front of a group of 10th graders actually um <laughs> uh, it was a field trip that uh, they all got to come and you know, when you try to get kids engaged, especially at that age, sometimes they're not just wanting to, they want to ask questions, but, you know, they're too grown up to do that. And then something like that happens, and then the dam just breaks. So uh, it, it was worth it. Um, we had a big discussion on the food chain, the carnivores of the aquarium, uh, mid-level fish, upper-level fish, which ones were carnivores, which ones were bottom-level feeders. Uh, it was it was a great, uh, I guess, event to start up that conversation <laughs> so emily how do you tell me about uh, your enthusiasm for what you do what is I mean, but you, know, you do it you do it and it's, for some people it starts to get stale after a time but what i sense with you is that every time you see a, a, an eye light up and anyone whether it be an adult or a child or whoever you you get a renewed enthusiasm from that and it just comes from inside your heart doesn't it it does, and you know, there's a lot of jobs that you're doing your job, you're doing it right, and for people that's enough. But for ours, and I know my staff, you know, feel the same way. It's you're getting to make a difference. You know, maybe you're talking to kids that have never been connected to the outdoors before, and you're their first connection. Or like we just had a special needs fishing event where people with physical challenges they got to get out and fish. And maybe this is the only time they get to do that. And you're actually making a difference. You are making a mark there. And it's something that they'll remember. And it's not just something that's going to fade away. That's something that sticks not only with you, but with them, too. Yeah, Emily Jo, I, I get it completely. I, I, I have the same kind of relationship with the outdoors and i can remember the people who i came in contact excuse me i came in contact with 
excuse me, my voice, lose my voice, come in contact with for the first time around certain special events. Usually for me, early in my life, it was fishing, my grandfathers and whatever. I remember when my school class, my elementary school class, went to the fish hatchery down in Lyman, and I just remember the the impact of that. I remember how it touched me. I can, I can remember being along the, uh, the, the, the small craft harbor, commercial small craft harbor, and near the shrimp boats and smelling that diesel fuel and the impact that it had on me. Uh, do you, did the same kind of impacts happen to you as you were growing up? Yeah, and I had, I know we've talked about before, I had the opportunity where I grew up in the outdoors. Uh, I grew up near a, a lake with hiking trails, fishing opportunities. But a lot of kids today, they don't have the opportunity for many reasons. Maybe it's, you know, their background or where they're at or economic status. I hate to say that. Uh, that's why schools have been bringing them to uh, to us as well. And they don't have that connection maybe or maybe they did one time before, and these adults that come through say, oh, I used to do this, but I don't anymore. Um, you know, I feel sorry and really touch for the kids and the youth that have never had that experience because I guess we would know what we lost, but they've never had it in the first place. And so being able to give them that because they're going to be the stewards of these natural resources one day. They're going to be in my job one day. Um, so they need to understand what it and how important it is, but what it is to them or can be to them. Man, I tell you, it makes me think about, you know, when we hook them young like that, they're probably going to be hooked for life. That's just, you know, that's kind of the reality. And as they learn more and they become more, as you pointed out, the stewards of sort of the natural environment, con you know, conservation-oriented, to, to know the relationship between hunting and fishing and enjoying the outdoors and the role that they can play in conservation, as they become adults, they, they, they give back and they find roles to play. They learn to sort of ethically enjoy the outdoors. They learn the safety of the outdoors. They, they learn what it does to help you renew your soul. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's certainly poor kids, but I actually know, I have a friend of mine whose dad is, uh, you know, rather wealthy. And I call him my, my, my uh, outdoor son. And his dad really appreciates the fact that I take him hunting and fishing. I have always done that for, for most of his life. And um, when we're together, it hits me that I wish his dad he didn't. Even, his dad wouldn't even have to hunt or fish. All he had to do is be with me to see the special memories that we're making together. They're really missing out when they when they when they're not enjoying it with their kids. And you're about hooking as many people as you can hook, aren't you? Uh, we are, and for them to find their place in the outdoors is very very important. So yes, that's. Hooking it, no pun intended, or maybe it is. Uh, we are hooking them, and that's uh, that's just important not only for our natural resources, but most of all for them. Yeah, I, I, I get that completely. Um, so, you know, the role that the fish hatchery plays is you're, you're a fish hatchery. You're, as you pointed out, you're, 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 you're making fish for people to, to put all over lakes, private and, and uh, public lakes all across the state. Public and you're lakes, all about education. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, when we come back, we'll just continue the conversation with Emily Jo Wiggins from what used to be called the North Mississippi Hatchery is now the Bob Tyler Fish Hatchery. We'll continue the conversation after this. Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree to Mississippi where a mockingbird sings out on his limb, whistling that sweet soul for him. I said three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. Okay. You 
asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right. For a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 102723. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we are here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or HalseyInsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y Insurance.com. There's something about tradition that always says a lot. An honest dedication and work that's not forgotten. Pride is what we lean on. Customers that know there's not a better body shop, no matter where you go. We don't use fancy gimmicks, we're proven tried and true. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. TrustCare is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Athletics. When you choose TrustCare for your urgent and primary care, you win. TrustCare clinics are staffed by friendly, experienced providers and open late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Hunting season is here, so let Steve Owen and the friendly staff get that truck or trailer along with that Ed Shed ready for your hunting camp so you can haul that big game back into town. We still have that full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs along with trailers on site or available for order. And don't forget those Ed Sheds for your backyard or hunting camps. Come see us at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, Junk Removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our two-men-in-a-truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I love celebrating employees, dedicated employees of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. I'm honored. I'm really honored to be here. I'm honored to have this opportunity, and I get to meet people like Emily Jo Wiggins. And uh, I'm, I feel her enthusiasm. I feel her passion for what she's doing. I hope you do, too. I mean, it's what a wonderful opportunity to get to know a dedicated person. And I, I get to do this every single week. That's what's so cool about it. So, Emily Jo, tell me you're, you're, you're involved in uh, events for sure. I mean, you have a primary responsibility around that. What's coming up there? 
All right, so uh, we just had a load of events here this past summer, and we're getting into our fall events. And one event that I'd like to talk about that is coming up is our Tree ID program. Now, that program is presented uh, by Mississippi State Extension. It'll be Brady Self of the Forestry Department there. He's going to be doing a whole seminar uh, talking about trees um, that really make our fall more colorful. Uh, he's going to be discussing the different types, how to ID them as their colors are changing. We'll be doing a presentation indoors in our event room. And then, of course, we're going to head outdoors now that it's finally gotten cooler. And we're going to be IDing trees all around our facility. So we are going to be doing that with him. There'll be a question and answer session that people, it's just a great opportunity for them to talk with someone that knows what he's talking about. And for anyone that wants to learn to ID trees better, and it is just a great opportunity to enjoy the outdoors and learn a little more. Hey, so, uh, so I'm assuming there's a lot of hardwoods around the area. Yes. So what time, what time of year do the, the leaves start turning there? Well, the reason we had it in October was because we knew that we'd have a lot of color uh, outside. Uh, we've got so many, like you said, hardwoods. We've got lots of different types. Now, I, I can tell you everything about fish uh, and ID the fish. And that's what Brady and I, we, we talk about. Uh, I said, you're the tree guy. You know, I'll just be in the background if anybody has a fish question. Uh, but I have learned a lot over the years doing this with him. And the thing about it is he always makes it interesting. Uh, he always brings something new into it. And people, they'll they'll go out, they'll collect the leaves or the, the nuts, and they'll say, okay, hey, this. And he will go through of the you know, basically teaching from the, you can know anything about trees. You can know nothing about trees and you still enjoy this program and you still take away something. <laughs> you know what? I have, I've, I talk about him all the time on my show, but my good friend, Mark Creech, we call him MacGyver. I mean, he can literally p fix a diesel engine with masking tape. But one of the things that he knows a lot about is trees and snakes. So like with trees, just to walk in, in the forest with him and say, this is that and this is this and this is what you look for in that. I love doing that. It's so cool. And then with snakes, what's interesting about Mark with snakes is I'll say there's a snake. And from the moment he sees the snake and he has it, he, has, he literally is in, in motion the whole time. Between the time I say there's a snake, he sees the snake. As he's leaning down to pick it up, he's already identified it. So if it's poisonous, he's got a stick that he brings around with him and he'll he'll capture it and bring it up you know bring it to uh to jackson and and let them have it as a as a specimen or he'll just you know he'll, listen i'm not picking up any snake <laughs> i'm not good enough i'm not good enough at identifying to know how to do that but it's that's fascinating cool. to go into woods with people like that isn't it it is and that's what he can just point out everything and, and some people are like okay take a step back how do you know uh and that is just it's great and it's that one-on-one -on -one that you can like I said, ask questions and just be involved. That's what we like our programs to be. We like them to people to be involved with them. We like hands-on. And we have these programs all through the year, which anybody can find on our website, mdwfp.com. Uh, they can go straight to our page or to our calendar. And then, of course, we have programs that just continue on through the year. You know, even if we're not hosting a program, there's so much to see and do. Not only exhibits, but we have uh, virtual geocaching adventures that someone could come through and basically take their own scavenger phone on their uh, uh, scavenger hunt on their phone. Just scan the QR code and they get to explore the facility in uh, a way that hopefully opens up curiosity for people of all ages. Wow, so cool. Not only do you keep your enthusiasm uh, fresh, you keep you keep the, the the things that draw people here. So if they haven't been there in a couple of years, probably they probably should come back. They go see something new, aren't they? They're going to see something new. We're always implementing, you know, new programs, especially for our youth. But we're doing the tree ideas for anybody that's interested in identifying trees. You can bring a Boy Scout group. You can bring your kids or you can just come yourself. Uh, There's something for everyone here. And that's what is really we are just so fortunate that we do have that here. There's always something new. There's always something for everybody. So you can see a, a grandfather talking to his grandson and they're having this conversation. He is being engaged and so is his grandson. 
you know, it's just that type of facility. So, like I said, it's not hard for me to have my enthusiasm. Well, it's the Bob Tyler Fish Hatchery, and it's in North Mississippi. And just do a search on Bob Tyler Fish Hatchery. You get all the information you need to know. And uh, as usual, Emily Joe Wiggins, I really enjoy spending some time with you. We'll get you back soon. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Listen, have a great day. Enjoy yourself in the outdoors. And as I always say, stay safe. Stay safe. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.